News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News. Now Europe's energy market looks set for radical changes as EU energy ministers meet today in Brussels. And among the changes proposed, they're looking to set a price cap on Russian gas alongside measures including a mandatory EU cut in electricity use and a cap on the revenue of non-gas power generators. Ireland is being represented, of course, at the meeting by Minister for Transport, Environment, Climate and Communications, Eamon Ryan, who joins us now. Um, Eamon, before we get stuck into that, would you like to give your, your reaction to the, to the death of uh, Queen Elizabeth II? Yes, I, I think a lot of people in Ireland will have, been, have a sense of loss as well as in the UK. Primarily, I think, because what she did in that state visit back in 2011 was transformative. That moment when she bowed in our Garden of Remembrance and spoke in Irish in the uh, Dublin Castle, they were transformative moments, and I think a lot of people recognise that her grace and humility at that time was really significant. She'll be lost, missed. Okay, moving back to, to issues around energy, this this idea, this proposed cap for for non gas power generators, obviously it's going to hit renewable companies, and and this idea we're going to siphon off their revenue. Is there a danger in this for us specifically in Ireland, who lo- are looking to invest so much in renewables off our, our our western seaboard, and who I suppose have prioritised renewables as the way of the future for our energy supply? We have to be careful of that risk, but I don't think uh, it applies. There, we're meeting as energy ministers today, and, and there are three aspects of what, what I hope we can get, uh, we're able to move on. Firstly is that, as you say, where you take some of the excess profits that uh, generation companies are make and use them to help households and businesses through what's going to be an incredibly unprecedented time. It will still leave them with the profit. It will still leave them with the ability to invest. But the revenues they're getting and will get over this winter is way above that. And I don't think it's right. I don't think it'd be appropriate just to allow that proceed. So I, I think that's an appropriate measure. Secondly, there is also a proposal that for the likes of the gas producing or oil producers, they too have to make a contribution because their profits, again, are not determined by anything they've done. It's because Vladimir Putin and his government is engaged in a war and using energy as a weapon of war is leading to those excess profits. And then thirdly, um, in the proposals from the European Union, and in all three, they're very much matching what we have been looking to do in any case. But that's a third proposal to, to really reduce our energy use it is in my mind an appropriate response to help us save our save in our bills. So uh, I think it's in our interest for this to be agreed. Uh, I don't think it needs unanimity today. We're not looking for uh, you know every country to do the exact same measure, but I think it will give ourselves um, at home greater strength in the measures we do want to take as part of the response, as a part of protecting our people through a very difficult times. And what about people who say that this siphoning off of the revenue of these sort of renewable or or non-gas uh, powered uh, generators, that, that that's complex, it's difficult, it's something that would suit Germany, it's very German-centric. What about people who say we need an actual radical reform of the electricity market where, where, where gas prices and electricity prices are not what set electricity prices in general for, for all providers of electricity, that we need reform across the board of that? We are going to look at that reform, and but the the reality is that that would take a longer time. It would take up to a year because the the electricity and energy markets are very complex. You have to be very careful in terms of how we do make sure we get the investment and how we get the decarbonisation. So yes, we're going to do that. 
but it wouldn't be implemented this autumn and we cannot afford to, I suppose, wait for that period and allow the existing dysfunctionality within the market to continue. We need other income streams to help support our people. So I think it's absolutely right to do this first phase approach, which is an interim approach, which we can introduce within a matter of weeks okay. rather than months, and then do the wider, longer term reform uh, in proper order next year. Okay, you have said we're going to have to commit to using less electricity and, and there's talk of, of obviously lowering the, the temperature in buildings and turning off the lights and all of that. But in general, is that what we're going to see? We're going to see a cost saving, energy saving measures rolled out as some kind of an awareness campaign. How are we actually going to, in effect, do this, considering huge amounts of, of energy are needed for all aspects of the economy and society? Well, firstly, the, um, it is a, a campaign, a, a publicity and media campaign. We started it earlier this year, or the re- reduce your use campaign and it's to give people advice to to identify help identify where is the waste what we don't want to do is people to put themselves in a situation where they're not warm through the winter or they're not safe and secure so we do need to make sure you know it's not a finger pointing terrifying people message but that it does actually help people reduce their bills by showing where we can cut out the waste and i think that's the first step but there are also then very practical measures if we we agreed in government today kind of that the measures in the public service um, you know, we would lead by example. And part of that is designating people within each government department, within each public building to actually, because every building is different, is site specific, every different organization is different energy uses, and look specifically within each business as to what can we do? What are ways in which, and, and it's very basic, it's not a rocket science in terms, but it's looking at heating of space, how we can manage that effectively. Heating of water, that's often forgotten about because it's it's not seen, but but, but it's actually very significant energy use. And then obviously power and light okay. and just reducing wherever we can the wasteful use of those resources. And lastly, are we going to see blackouts this winter? Are we going to see the grid unable to cope? That's a separate issue in terms of our own security uh, energy supply system. We don't expect so, and we're going to do everything to try and avoid that, just as we did last winter. We, we were in a similar situation, and we got through it without blackouts. Um, you, you can't guarantee anything because you can equipment fails, and, and uh, the international uh, situation is also very tight. Our neighbour, the UK and France, are both in very tight situations. Uh, so it, it's complex, but I don't expect so. But I think the really big issue for this winter, one thing is we know for certain, is that the price of gas is going to be very expensive. And, and that's no going to put up the price of electricity. We're not going to see a cap. Uh, I, I, I think the measures that we're looking at today in Brussels are the right measures for us. I think they're the ones that will get the biggest revenue return to help Irish householders. I think that's the best approach. Look, thank you for speaking to us this morning. That is Minister for Transport, Environment, Climate and Communications, Eamon Ryan. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.